Shabbat Shalom, Body Messiah. Mark Cooley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. We pray your week was good. We pray that, as always, we all, including myself, would continue to grow and increase and multiply in our understanding, in our knowledge of Yahweh's laws and commandments. So, I want to begin talking about something that I have found in Torah that you hear very little about. And that is on the subject of spiritual warfare. And when we were in the charismatic church uh, 40 years ago, 30 years ago, spiritual warfare was very little taught. And then more and more and more and more revelation, insight came and people began to teach on the subject of demons and spiritual warfare. Now granted, some people took it way too far, but nonetheless, it doesn't remove the biblical facts of spiritual warfare. And so I want to, I don't know if it's gonna be a series or if it's just going to be a little here, a little there, I want to teach you and encourage you and share some things with you concerning spiritual warfare that you may know and have just let slip. You may have no idea of it. And so let's begin in Ephesians 6.10, which, you know, is very familiar to most of us. <clears throat> Ephesians 6, chapter 10, is it says, Be strong in the Master, or in Yahweh, and in the power of His might. Or, be strong in the strength of Yahweh. Another version says, from this point on, you are to be strong in Yahweh. And then it says, put on the complete armor of Elohim for you to have to stand against the schemes which is the plans and the strategies of the devil. Because we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, meaning whatever the problem is in your life, you can guarantee there's a demonic entity behind it. Whether it's a marital issue, whether it's a health issue, whether it's a financial issue, whether it's a person's um, living a life 
of lawlessness and sin, you can just guarantee that there is a demon involved in it. Because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against authorities, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, and against spiritual matters of wickedness in the heavenlies. Because of this, because of these beings and their strategies and their continual attacks against the body of Messiah and against our nations and against every part of our society, we are to take up the full armor of Yahweh so that you may have power to withstand in the wicked day and having done all the stand, stand therefore. So this gives us, through the Apostle Paul, insight that we need to have Yah's full armor and we need to put it on and the reason for it is because of principalities, powers, rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. They are scheming, they are strategizing, they are planning assaults, attacks against your life, against society. And as you can see how our society has gotten darker and darker and darker, it is because of the schemes and the plans and the strategies of the evil one. And for the most part, his strategies, his plans, the thoughts he has put into people's lives have gone uncontested. They have gone unresisted. In sports, say in football, if your defensive team, who is supposed to stand up against the offense and try to stop them from taking further ground, if they just lay down or if they don't hardly resist, the offense in three or four plays will go down the field and score a touchdown. It's because the defense has not resisted. And the laws that our nation has come up with in the last 10, 20 years has primarily been because the, the people of Yahweh have not done enough to resist. And the people that are in charge of our nation who claim they're believers in the Creator, but obviously they're not, when the thought came from the evil one concerning something that is very opposite of what Yahweh commands, they did not resist it, they yielded to it. And for political power, 
and for political favor and for wealth favor, they yielded to it. They yielded to it. <clears throat> and so we have a society, not just in America, but everywhere, where darkness is pretty much dominating. Wickedness and criminal activity is dominating. The dark side of things has more legal rights than the people that were victims or that are living in the light of Yah's kingdom or in the light of the Messiah. And so we need to awaken and we need to realize the spiritual warfare that is going on in people's lives. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, and again, to those that have been involved and have had any teachings in spiritual warfare or about spiritual warfare, this is very familiar. This is very elementary. So the first thing that we need to realize is that there are schemes of these principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places that are working overtime to get you to go down the path of lawlessness, to get you to accept lawlessness, to get you to accept things that are very contrary and Yahweh calls an abomination, to get you to accept lack and poverty and fear, to get you to accept sickness or disease or pain, or to, you know, like when a lot of people, when they get up there in age, like I'm 66, and they'll say, well, that's just the way it is. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Yeshua became sin so that you and I could be delivered from all unrighteousness, that you and I could be healed and delivered. Himself took our infirmities. That's weaknesses, sicknesses. And he took our pains so that by his stripes, we would be healed. He came to give us life and that life more abundantly. And that word abundantly means abundant in quality and abundant in quantity. He doesn't want you to just live to be 66 or like for my dad. My dad died when he was 54. In, in reality, that's just a pup. He was, that's young. The older I get, I see 70 and 80. It's not old. So we need to stop accepting these plans and strategies and lies and deceptions that these demonic entities keep planting in our minds to try to take us out, to try to get us to accept something that is not in line with Yah's 
will or Yah's laws and commandments. Yeshua, everywhere he went, people that came to him, he delivered them. He healed them. He restored them back to normal. Now, Yeshua, and we're going to see that he too had to do spiritual warfare against Hasatan, against his lies and deceptions. Real easily, you can read that in Matthew 4 and Luke 4, and there are, were many other instances when he was doing spiritual warfare. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not fight according to the flesh, meaning you cannot defeat principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places with fleshly or natural weapons. For the weapons we fight with are not fleshly or natural, but mighty in Yahweh for overthrowing strongholds. Now, it can be a mental stronghold. People, you know, just won't go past what they're thinking. They have been trained a certain way. You know, like, for example, people in Christianity have been trained a certain way that Sunday is the day of worship. Well, that's a mental stronghold because Yahweh's laws and commandments says Friday sundown to Saturday sundown is the seventh day of the week and the Shabbat. But see, they have to pull down that stronghold or someone has to pull it down on their behalf for them. And that's called spiritual warfare. Or they've been trained and they were taught from little types about JC, about LORD, about the title GOD. And they have received that all their life, accepted that all their life. And they built a mental stronghold that those are the Father's and the Messiah's names when, in fact, the Scripture says the opposite. Right over 7,000, or right under 7,000 times, Constantine removed Yahweh's name and inserted in its place L-O-R-D. And so, in order for them to accept Yah's name, there, someone's got to go into spiritual battle on their behalf and begin to pull down these strongholds, these reasonings, these justifications, these explanations, these um, thoughts that they built a stronghold around them. All right, in the next verse says, overthrowing reasonings and every high matter that exalts itself against the knowledge of Yahweh, taking captive every thought to make it obedient 
to the Messiah and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is complete. So it says here that through spiritual weapons, we need to throw down strongholds. Now this teaching is going to be just an elementary introduction to get us in the people in Torah to thinking and to having this leaven that spiritual warfare doesn't really exist or we don't need to pay attention to it or demons aren't behind things or whatever the case. This is all leaven that Yahweh is exposing and that he is trying to purge out of us so that we would understand things according to what thus saith Yahweh, according to what is written, not according to Judaism, not according to Christianity, not according to anything but what Yahweh says. And we need to have this unleavened bread within us that has ignored spiritual warfare and the demonic realm purged out of us. And we need to realize that we are called to fight the good fight of faith. We are called to submit ourselves unto Yahweh and resist the devil. Resist his lies. Resist his temptations. Resist his lawlessness. Resist his sickness and disease. Resist his poverty and lack, fears and insecurities, and wrong patterns of thinking and wrong patterns of believing. This is all spiritual warfare. And when we are under the assault of witchcraft spirits and spiritual warfare being attacked by these principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places, Yahweh's not going to do a whole lot about it because he already sent his son and gave you and I, <clears throat> excuse me, the weapons to overcome. See, first, first, Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, one of my favorite scriptures. It says that we have the victory through Messiah. And then 2 Corinthians 2.14 says that he will cause us to triumph always in Messiah. And <clears throat> it also says in 1 John 5, that this is the victory that overcomes the world, or we can say this is the victory that overcomes lawlessness, that overcomes principalities and powers, that overcomes <coughs> witchcraft assignments and curses and spells and sicknesses and diseases and every other attack of the enemy, even our faith. So your faith, 
and you taking the sword of the Spirit, which we didn't get to that part in Ephesians 6, but you taking the sword of the Spirit, you using your shield of faith, which will quench or stop every fiery dart of the evil one, and then you take your sword of the Spirit, and you fight, and you speak what thus saith Yahweh, just like Yeshua did in Matthew 4 and Luke 4, when he said to Satan, it is written, and he quoted the Torah. He quoted Yah's laws and commandments. He quoted what he knew in his heart was right. He did spiritual battle against Hasatan and against his principalities and powers by taking a stand on Yahweh's laws and commandments, showing us that's how you get the victory. Now, what most people do is they want everybody to pray for them, and that's good. But the way you get the victory is by you taking a stand on what thus saith Yahweh, by you speaking what thus saith Yahweh, because that's a sword, and that's how it begins to cut the enemy. And then you just keep going, knowing that Yah's power and his word will not return void, but it will accomplish where it's being sent. Knowing also that his power and his word is at work in your life as you're doing spiritual battle, even when you don't see it. You know that it's at work. And you can see this in 2 Kings chapter 6, and we'll, we'll get, get to those scriptures, where the servant could only see in the natural. But Elisha, the prophet, saw in the unseen realm. And he saw that the mountain, yes, there was a natural army, but that natural army was surrounded by a spiritual army, Yah's angels. And, he, and Elisha said to his servant, there are more with us than are, that are against us. And then the natural servant just counted in the natural. He only counted him and Elisha. And then Elisha prayed that Yahweh would open his eyes to see in the unseen realm. And then his eyes were opened and he saw that the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about them. And so we need to be able to see in the unseen realm. And even if Yahweh doesn't open our eyes to see in the unseen realm, we need to know by faith that his power is at work in our lives. His word is at work in our lives, delivering us from whatever attack the enemy is throwing at us. And our position is to keep walking by faith. Our position is to keep speaking only 
what thus saith Yahweh. Our position is to keep resisting whatever it is you're going through, whether it's heart issues, whether it's uh, wrong thoughts, depression, what, if it's finances, if it's temptation to sin, pornography, or whatever. You keep resisting it. And when you resist it long enough, and you resist it strong enough, you will triumph over it. It says in Romans 8, 37, we are more than conquerors through Messiah. So a conqueror is one who fights. An overcomer is one that overcomes. He's in the battle. He fights. He resists. All right, so I wrote some things down that I want to just share with you. Spiritual warfare is real. Demonic strongholds in people's lives and in their minds, in and over nations, in and over governments, are very real. There are principalities assigned to cities, to governments, to families, to education, to schools, to the economy, to destroy it, to hinder it, to bind it. This is very real. There are principalities over cities and states and nations, and this is very real. There are rulers of darkness that rule and lead and are controlling governments, are controlling people, are controlling cities and nations. This is very real. This is our reality. And if the condition of our society doesn't reveal this to you and you claim to be a believer, then you are missing the boat somewhere. They are very real. These are just not natural problems. Sexual perversion is just not a natural problem. Being born a man and thinking you're a woman is not just a natural problem. There are demonic entities influencing those thoughts. Heart problems, sickness, disease are just not natural problems. There are demonic beings uh, influencing your body with those infirmities. Spiritual wicked, wickedness, spirits that are keeping people in wickedness and lawlessness are very real. People that are living in lawlessness, Torahlessness. And they think nothing about it. And they claim to be a believer. This is because spiritual wickedness in high places are keeping them bound and deceived in that lawlessness, whatever that lawlessness may be. Dark powers are very real. People in darkness, witchcraft, sorcery. If you look at our society today, the condition of our, of our society, the condition our society is in, 
It's because of demonic spirits involving and influencing and deceiving people to go down these dark paths. And mostly because they have been ignored. They have been accepted, meaning these principalities and powers, and what they have brought to the table. They've been watched on TV. They have been listened to in music. They've been accepted and for the most part ignored. Even people that are believers are listening to music that promotes sexual sin, perversion, that promotes rebellion. You just think of most rock and roll and, and most country western music and most rap is all about promoting and getting people to follow the ways of darkness. And yet Yeshua said, or Paul said about Yeshua in Galatians 2.15 that he stripped principalities and powers and he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them through what he did on the stake. He defeated them. He rendered them powerless. And you and I are not called to defeat principalities and powers, but we are called to enforce the victory that Yeshua gained for those in him, for those that are obeying his laws and commandments. The more you obey his laws and commandments, the more victory you will have once you've received Yeshua. If you disobey his Sabbath, for example, you're not going to have victory over demonic spirits because they know they can come and go as they please because you are in rebellion, you are in ignorance, you are in defiance to Yahweh's laws and commandments. You may not realize it. I know when I was heavy into spiritual warfare, I went through so many things, and for the most part, is I was on the front lines battling, but I, I had tons of open doors to the enemy because, one, I didn't keep the Sabbath. Two, I didn't know anything about Yahweh's laws and commandments. Three, we had images which you are not supposed to have in your house. And so the more we have grown in Torah, the more we keep the Sabbath, the more we are surrounded by Yahweh and He is our shelter, he is our stronghold. He is our wall of protection. And Linda and I were talking, I think yesterday, just what many people go through when they get older, the pains, the infirmities. I mean, it's, a, it's just so awesome how Yahweh has protected us. Yes, we have some 
aches and pains and some things we go through. But for the most part, it is nothing compared to what we see many other people go through. And we are grateful for that. It's not a pride issue. It's just that we are so grateful for what he has taught us over the years. We must wake up to the fact that spiritual warfare is necessary if you want to reach people with the truth, if you want to see people set free, and if you want to enjoy life and have life more abundantly, you're going to have to fight to hold on to what is promised by Yahweh in the Scriptures. It's not just going to be given to you. It's not going to like, I remember one minister used to say, it's not going to fall on you like ripe cherries falling from a tree. You're going to have to reach out and take it. The word receive, remember Mark eleven twenty four. whatever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. That word receive means to take. So you have to take with a spiritual violence what Yahweh has promised you. And when the thief comes to steal your health, to steal your memory, to steal your mind, to steal your shalom, your peace, your wholeness, your soundness, your completeness, your nothing missing, your nothing broken. When he comes to steal your finances or when he tries to come to steal your very life, you're going to have to lay hold of it and hold on to it like a bulldog holding on to what he has in his mouth. You can't let go of it. You have to fight with the spiritual resistance by the power of Yah's Spirit. You cannot let go. You cannot give in to it. You cannot surrender to it. You've got to fight. That's why it's called spiritual warfare. you got to battle you got to fight, and if you have to fight in the natural, fight in the natural. But you also have to fight spiritually. If you need to go to the doctor to help in the fight, go get some medicine. Whatever you have to do to help get you the victory, then do it. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold or take your salvation your deliverance, your restoration, your being restored to normal. Hallelujah. Evil in our society has had a free hand in our nation to do whatever they want, but you and I need to rise up and battle against wickedness by the power of Yahweh's name like Elijah did with the prophets of Baal in 1 Kings chapter 18. You and I can make a difference just like Elijah did, and he cut off those enemies' heads and he rendered them powerless. 
you and I, through spiritual warfare and through our praying, and remember, when you pray, you're <clears throat> conducting spiritual warfare. When you pray for yourself, when you pray for others. We need to rise up with spiritual resistance against wickedness and against wicked spirits. We must live, Matthew 11, verse 12, that the violent take it by force. Yeshua has given us the victory, and we need to enforce the victory like never before. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Here's a good one. Romans 16, verse 20. It says, The Elohim of peace, or shalom, shall crush Hasatan under your feet. And the only way the enemy, I mean, Yahweh's going to crush the enemy under your feet is if you rise up and battle through. If you rise up and take the full armor of Yahweh and you begin to resist and you begin to fight and, and if you're doing it alone, find someone to assist you. Get in agreement with you. What did Yeshua say? If two or more agree as touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them. Why? Because he will be in the midst of that agreement. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, Yahshua, there am I in their midst. Hallelujah. Remember, in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 7, it says that the wicked are no more, but the house of the righteous shall stand. We need to declare, and Yahweh gave me this word some years ago, we need to declare that wickedness, lawlessness, Torahlessness and the wicked spirits behind it are no more. And that the house of the righteous, the house of those that are obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments, are standing, and they're standing clothed in battle armor, they're standing victoriously, they're standing with their head over the throat of their enemy, and they're standing, rendering whatever attack of the enemy he used against you, they're standing victorious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, here's something else that I wanted to share with you concerning spiritual warfare. Why did Yeshua have to deal with the unseen realm of the demonic. You know, you think, I mean, he's the son of the Most High. First off, because he was a man. And as a man, he was anointed by the Spirit of Yahweh, just like you and I. And the other reason is to show you and I 
that one, how to get to victory. How to triumph always through Messiah. And secondly, that we can be victorious. We can be victorious. We talked about Matthew 4 and Luke 4. But for time's sake, think about, and and you can study on yourself, Luke chapter 9 and Luke chapter 10. In Luke chapter 9, Yeshua gave power and authority to his disciples to cast out demons, to heal sicknesses, and to preach the good news. And then in Luke chapter 10, he gave that same power and authority to 72 more disciples. And they all went. And they cast out demons. They dealt with the demonic. They overcame the demonic. They did spiritual warfare on behalf of those that were oppressed and depressed of the evil one that had diseases in their body, that had unclean spirits within them, that had strongholds in their mind by casting them out, by rendering those spirits powerless, and casting them out. And then they said in verse 17 to Yahshua that even the demons were subject unto us through thy name. And it was like they were totally shocked is how I received that. When they they said that to Yahshua, it was like they were totally shocked and totally amazed that even through the power of His name, they could cleanse the lepers. They could heal and cure the sick. And they could cast out demons where there was demonic activity. And like I said before, you need to realize that behind almost all Sickness, disease, financial lack, problems, circumstances, darkness. There are demonic spirits involved in it. Every law that's been passed in our nation that is contrary to Yahweh's laws and commandments, there were demonic spirits influencing those lawmakers to get them to pass what Hasatan wanted passed to make our nation lawless so that he could come into our nation without much resistance. And those lawmakers, because of a lack of knowledge, because of deception, because of wanting and loving political power and wealth yielded to it. Excuse me. Think about, here, let's just turn there real quick and we'll wind this down here. In Acts chapter 16, 
In Acts chapter 16, it says in verse 16 that it came to be, to be as we went to prayer. Now, previous to this, they met some women down by the river that were praying. All right? There met a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of witchcraft. This version says python sorcery. So this woman, this certain woman, was possessed under the influence, controlled by witchcraft spirits. As a matter of fact, this was the principality that was over the city of Ephesus, so much so that all their money they earned, everybody earned in that city, they got their wealth through this witchcraft spirit or because of this witchcraft spirit. It says, she did meet us who brought her masters much profit through divination. Having followed Shaul and us, she cried out saying, these men are the servants of the Most High Elohim. What she said there was true, but it wasn't what she said but who was saying it through her? Remember how many times when in Luke chapter 4, when Yeshua came into a synagogue and he cast out an unclean spirit and the spirit said, What have I to do with you, Yeshua of Nazareth, the Son of the Most High? So spirits knew who Yeshua was. Evil spirits knew what the Apostle Shaul or Paul was about. And they know what, who you are and what you are about. And so, what did Paul do? But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned <coughs> and said to the spirit, <coughs> I command you in the name of Yahshua Messiah to come out of her and it came out that same hour. And when her master saw that there was, that their anticipation of money making was gone, they seized Shaul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the rulers, and if you just read this in context, you will see that they beat them and threw them into prison. Why? Because they preached things of Torah that was not acceptable to them in their paganism. And they lost their way to make money. Shaul probably didn't know this, 
But he rendered that principality over that city, those, that spiritual wickedness over that city that was dominating that city, controlling that city, he rendered it powerless. He destroyed it. He cast it out by the power of Yeshua's name. And all the idolatry and all the shrines and idols they had there no longer were effective in their witchcraft sorcery. And so you and I, we need to realize and to answer the call to spiritual warfare, to answer the call to battle on behalf of others as well as ourselves against the forces of darkness, enforcing the victory that Yeshua gave us and Yahweh gave us as we receive Yeshua and obey His laws and commandments. You are not going to be able to enforce the victory if you yourself are bound by demonic spirits. You and I, whatever little issues we have in there, our life, we cannot accept them, we cannot yield to them, we cannot put up with them. We are not called to tolerate demonic beings. We are called to cast them out. We are called to break their influence by the power of Yahweh's Spirit, by the anointing, by the sword of the Spirit, which is Yahweh's laws and commandments, His Word, His sayings. And we are to stand in the gap doing battle, clothed in spiritual armor until the day we die. <clears throat> spiritual warfare is a must if you want to see our nation and people's lives and other nations Turn back to Yahweh's laws and commandments. Yahweh wants our nations to turn back to His laws and commandments. Yahweh wants you and I to keep the Shabbat. He wants those that know nothing about it to learn about it. And it takes you and I to not just tell them about it, but we need to do spiritual warfare on their behalf until the victory is enforced. And many people are perishing because of a lack of knowledge 
And because of a lack of obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments, and because of a lack of spiritual warfare in the body of Messiah. So Father, we just thank you for this word. We thank you for your instructions in righteousness. We thank you for the grace of spiritual warfare and for you teaching us how to get to victory, how to enforce victory in people's lives and that the demonic spirits that are warring against your people, how Yeshua defeated them and how you and I can set the captives free by your power, Father. And we pray, Father, for the captives to be set free, the prisoners to be loosed. We pray, Father, for those whose minds have gone crazy with darkness and under the influence of the spiritual wickedness in high places, of the powers of darkness, that you would restore their mind to normal. That you would break the influence of these demonic powers off of their lives. And Father, we just praise you that there is so much to spiritual warfare that we are not seeing or understanding. And Father, we just bless you and thank you for opening our eyes and teaching us what we need to see and understand and how to conduct spiritual warfare in these last days for your glory. And how to pull people out of darkness into your marvelous light. And Father, we worship you. Father, we bless you. And Father, we thank you for it. As we pray by the power of your name. We thank you for crushing principalities and powers under our feet. And Yahweh, we just bless you. And Yeshua, we thank you for what you went through on the stake for our deliverance. And we give you praise. So if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us at Yahshua, YahwehYahshuaAssembly.com is our website. If you want to connect with us, on Facebook, we have a Facebook page after the same name. Or you can connect with me, Mark Pulley. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make his face shine upon you. Yahweh give you great peace. Not just peace, but great peace. And that Yahweh would be a wall of fire round about you. That Yahweh would be your shield, your stronghold. That Yahweh would, be, would build a fortress 
round about all of us by the power of his name. So until next time, keep fighting, keep resisting the works of darkness, keep battling through, and never surrender, and never negotiate with the forces of darkness. Yahweh loves you. We thank you for listening. We thank you for receiving the word that Yahweh has given us. And we pray for you that you would triumph always in Messiah Yeshua. Until next time, shalom, shalom.